You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into a Thursday edition. I think what day it was. Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904, as always, is the phone number. You'd like to get in with us this morning. The Twitter account, at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you. Anywhere you go. Before we get started with this 7 o'clock hour, I want to thank Yellowwood. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Without those guys, it wouldn't be possible. When you build the five-star backyard, build it to last. It will protect from rot, fungal decay. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Doing okay. Uh, remember, Jimmy Rain gives a lot of money to people that need it. Gives a lot of money to kids that want to go to college, so Yellowwood does a lot of a lot of charity stuff. Jimmy does a good job with it, regardless of what anybody thinks about anything. He's very very good. So if you need something, you need to check it out. Get you some pressure tree pine or some Yellowwood. Great stuff. I saw them build it for a long time for a year there, and they do a great job with it. Okay, um, Charles Baker who's associate uh, defensive coordinator at Alabama in football. Been there four years. Was at uh, Florida State and Tennessee but before that? Is going to be the head guy for, for Dion. I would imagine that Charles listens to all the crap about his, the guy he works with and about all the crap that the fans want to put out about a defensive team and a, and a guy that can recruit darn good. Uh, uh, he, he played it. He's a Auburn guy, but uh, – uh, Jimmy Rain told me one time he thought he was terrific. Uh, he's 88 and out the gate for the head job, for the head defensive deal there with Dion. Jeff Brom is going from um, Purdue to Louisville because, of course, Louisville coach is, is going to Cincinnati. And while he's going, Reuben Owens, the real good running back, who's supposed to be the top running back in the country, um, A&M bought him. Uh, he's going from Louisville changed his mind going from Louisville to A&M, so um, he's 88 and out the gate with a lot of coins, I'm sure. Sonny Dykes uh, got coached here according to CBS. Probably should have. He, he took a team of five and seven, I think, three and six, and went to the went to the final four, so he pretty much deserves that. They said the Williams guy, quarterback at uh, Southern Cal, should be uh, the player of the year. I don't know about Bell that I, my player of the year is a quarterback at TCU. Um, Florida finally got him a four star quarterback for 24. Uh, a kid named uh, Lagway, L A G W A Y. He's supposed to be very, very good. That That's good. Dillard um, uh, Johnson walks out and leaves Mississippi State. And this here's a, here was a good comment after that bike hugged everybody and carried on. He said, Leach is not tough enough. And he's probably right there. So, and he says Leach is glad I'm leaving. Well, Leach said he wasn't tough enough. Huh? He said that Leach said he wasn't tough enough. 
Oh, I thought I thought that uh, he said that Leach wasn't tough. No, he said what? With that being said, since I'm not very tough, and Leach is glad I'm leaving, okay. I'll be in the backwards. Yeah. Scratch that for me. I got it backwards. I was doing the dog this morning with all this. Um, you want to see a, a, a basketball team that can play? I mean, one that can really play on the defensive end. Then go see Connecticut again. I want to want to beat Alabama. They beat Florida last night, uh, 75-54. I looked at Florida's stats on three-point shots. They're four for 25. Um, and I imagine those four came hard. This guy gets these guys to play on both ends, and they are tougher than nails. Best team I've seen this year. Uh, Vanderbilt and Alabama played good for a while. Vanderbilt uh, uh, beat Pitt by one. Pitt's uh, struggled in the course, and Tennessee knocked off East Carolina Saturday, Alabama's at Houston two o'clock on ESPN, and um, uh, one of the things had ABC, but I think it's ESPN. No, it's ABC. Uh, well, according to the other thing, it's ESPN. So, according to what ABC. thing? According to uh, the SEC network thing. Well, I think it's okay. I think it's ABC. Well, okay, it don't matter. So do you, you got to both channels, don't you? Auburn is at uh, Memphis. Um, that's four o'clock on ESPN two, and um, really that's that's about all I have. Uh, there's a lot of scores to give, but you can look up the scores in basketball. No use me me going over all of those. But uh, Miami, Miami, my buddy down there, Jim's got uh, not, he think he's nine and one or something. Tennessee's only lost one game. I, I'll say it every day. The four, the five teams that I picked to be the best teams in the SEC. The two best teams out of those five are Alabama and Tennessee. The other three got to prove to me that they're as good as everybody says they are. Now, Arkansas has got one of their better players out, so that's starting to have something to do with it. Kentucky is not Kentucky uh, right now. They could, maybe they will be when you go to election. New Alabama doesn't go there. And um, uh, Auburn is Auburn. That's all I got. Yeah, it says, uh, uh, actually, uh, Stephen Gonzalez, the new sports information director uh, for basketball, he sends out a nice little thing for each game. And this game, he says, uh, here, Saturday's game will be aired on ABC with Dan Schulman and Jay Billis on the call. So, ABC, Jay, your boy Jay, you like Jay Billis? He'll be on the call. No, so, he, I think he's okay. He doesn't talk too much. I think that's the best way to do it. Those guys that want to try and tell you how much basketball they know. Um, um, a little old woman sitting in the chair doesn't understand all that. Uh, she wants, to, you know, she wants to get the just what she can understand. Of, 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 you know, not only the little old woman guys and the full force. They they just they need to explain what they do and not and not over explain it. So, um, well, it's a Billis is you can. According to put a little bit, to, put a little bit of his nil stuff and transfer part on Jay Billis's shoulders. He's been. Beating that drum for years. So well, that's the reason I hadn't called him to have him on. Yeah, it, it, it pisses me off to to see what he's done, and and so based on on that, I decided that uh, I, I didn't want to have him on. So I, I didn't scratched him. Uh, I it's not Bill Walton. I like Bill Walton. Uh, uh, according to okay, you're right. I right, go ahead. According go ahead. to who? Go ahead. No, that's it. No, that's it. All right, I want to ask you and Aiden a question, and don't get mad at me when I ask. But um, you got Mike Griffiths on today; he's very good from Georgia. 
Do y'all think that it, for the first time in a while, now I don't know if it's because of the way college football is being run now with the portal and IL, all the different things that are going on, does it feel like to y'all, because it does to me, that Alabama football has lost some of its luster? Uh, come off a two-loss season. I think people say two losses. That's not that bad. Uh, players played kind of undisciplined, which was not a trait of a Nick Saban coach team. So it may just be a uh, your two best players have not announced, but they're probably gone. In the past several years, we've kind of known, okay, Tua's gone. Now it's Jalen, then it's Tua. Then we got Mack, and we kind of knew who was going to fill in the quarterback role. If Bryce goes, we have no clue who your quarterback's going to be. You got guys jumping in the portal last year and this year, so you're losing depth. Um, you got fans, which just shouldn't be part of it, but complaining constantly about your coordinators, just beating them to death. Uh, does it feel like for once, Dad, you know, I've always looked at Alabama with Nick Saban as a juggernaut, like they're just the next year, you're going to be ranked, you know, one or two or three and be ready to roll, plug and play. You got everything right there in place. Does it feel like for the first time to you that they're losing a little bit of their luster? Well, all in the world it is is disappointment over expectations. When you set the expectations that there's no way for you to lose, that you're going to win the national championship and play, play Ohio State for it, there's this disappointment there because people don't understand it to start with. Uh, secondly, uh, when you have a backup quarterback that you think can play down through the years, you don't have one that's com- completely 100% what everybody thinks it needs to be. Your third quarterback from Tennessee has not been sh- has not been shown, and the other kids are running quarterback. So I I think based on uh, you know we 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 have a tendency you even do it have a tendency to to act like that uh, um, Willie uh, for kid from Georgia uh, didn't have a good year, but he gets he, he, in the poll he's got defensive player of the year by everybody. Will Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So we, did you, know, you think we, he had a great year? Well, I I don't, I don't know that he had a bad one. I think sometimes they get those awards based off of. Well, the only, problem, the only problem that you have with it, and I have with it to some degree, is that he is not vocal and tough and grabs people up and, and, and leads people. He doesn't seem to be a leader on the field. And therefore, he just does his job and goes about his business and gets up there and speaks when the coach tells him to. So hey. I just... Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, while I was getting his attention, the phone was ringing. I just... I just feel like they've lost some of the. And now you said that expectations, yeah, because of you know what Nick Saban's done. They've been in the playoff every year, uh, so he's created the expectation by how great he's done, how great the well, the done. expectations at Tennessee is they weren't very, won't be very good, and they played, got themselves so ready, and the place was packed, and it's difficult to go into Tennessee and win. But you go in there and you give up everything in the world, but you still have a chance to win it. So are you saying that the Alabama, me and the Alabama people need to now lower our expectations? Uh, Probably. So then I would say I'm right. It has lost some luster. We should lower our expectations. I didn't say, I I didn't argue with you, Barry, about whether you were right or wrong. I just said the reason for that was expectations were so high 
that you can't reach those. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're. I think the coordinators, both of them, do a good job. Personally, I think it, I think being a coordinator and trying to read the defense offensively and defensively and trying to read the offense offensively and and have your guys that they've done a good job and the stats show that. So, but because they lose the two one point games, the two point games where they lost and that lackluster, it happens to everybody. Down, you know, everybody in the world goes through that. Down through, you know, everybody in the world loses eventually. That's been real high. UCLA basketball, everybody like that. It, it's so, just Alabama. So, we so, should get ready for it to be a little bit of a decline from what has been going on since after his first year. Well, we got to give the other, the other six teams in the West some credit. Um, LSU's been well coached and play hard. Uh, outside of that. The West is weak as water. Um, LSU will be picked to win the league next year. Alabama will be second. And uh, that will be good. And so the Arkansas and our Auburns and are trying to build and, and are not getting there. Nobody nobody in the West uh, that I can think about is, is really that good. And, uh, you know, the East has had the, the surprising teams that won that wasn't supposed to win are South Carolina and Tennessee. They won, and they they weren't supposed to. Uh, 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 your assessment of Florida is that you don't like the way they do. I think they're very good and going to be very good personally. So I think the East is is this section of Vanderbilt. They're they're at the bottom, and they'll stay at the bottom. I think the East is is better. I would take a break. Breaking news just coming out uh, that Brittany Griner has been released from prison on a prisoner swap. So uh, that will dominate the news today that she is. She can get to her, to her wife. Yeah, she is out of prison. All right, two-minute truck movers who care at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today for the free estimate, 205 247 Five zero five zero two minute truck movers who care has Bama lost a little luster. I'm just asking. Uh, you can give us a call two zero five three four two nine nine zero four, and we can kick it around. I think a lot of these new rules have a little bit to do with why I think it's happened. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine. This is the home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, they've cleared up the wreck on 2059 eastbound down at exit 68. Everything else appears to be moving well. We do have a report of a problem out near Covered Bridge Road. I'll check on that. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. Christmas season is here, and Townsend Nissan is making Christmas deals for you. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. Recruitment and retention of firefighters and police officers in Tuscaloosa is being made more difficult by a private pension plan that does not reward years of service. The city is discussing a switch to the retirement system of Alabama that does. TPD Chief Brent Blankley pressed the City Council Finance Committee to make some progress on the issue. The 4th District's Lee Busby introduced a resolution supporting action at next week's council meeting. Click TuscaloosaThread.com. For more, I'm Don Hartley. Hey, y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going nonstop. Enjoy gaming. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? 
because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues across West Alabama today. Partially sunny with only a small chance of a shower. The high 79. Tonight fair with the low at 64. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers possible. The high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, it's all over the ESPN and all that now that Brittany Griner is prisoner swap there. So we gave up a prisoner to get Brittany back. So that'll come, that'll be on ESPN all day today if you want to watch that. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Hey, we've been good morning, guys. We've been preaching for two years or more about what's going to happen when they start paying these players and this transfer portal. Once they let the horse out of the barn, like you said, they ain't be letting it back in. If, if they don't put a cap on this stuff, it ain't gonna do. It ain't gonna get no better. It's gonna get worse. For Alabama, you know? for Alabama, you're Everybody. saying? Yeah, Alabama too. Yeah. Well, to me, when I watch Alabama play, you, uh, Barry, it looks to me like. They're trying to impress people for NIL money. They're not playing together as a team. I mean, it's like they make so many undisciplined, stupid mistakes like grabbing a face mask. And a lot of times you don't got to do that. And that's costing them games, you know, for doing that. They're grabbing the face mask to look to get NIL money? Well, not not to get NIL money, but they're doing stuff they shouldn't be doing. It's the point I'm trying to make, Barry. I got uh, it's not. It's not a. They don't. But when they do, when they make a tackle or when they do something, they lost fundamentals. You don't see nobody drive, put a shoulder into nobody, and lock up. They try to jerk him down by the jersey or nudges. I don't know what where they got this from. Hmm. Because that's if you watch. You said you watched him play in person. Did you not see that? Uh, I mean, I didn't. There's no form on tackling. I didn't see that. I just didn't see a lot. I didn't see the talent that the. If you go down and look at the guys the last three or four years that have gone to the NFL draft, the guys that have gone out of here, the talent level that this staff uh, or previous staff or whatever brought in and have developed has been amazing. I just thought, looked like it was a drop off from what it's been in the past to me. Exactly. It's, it's dropped off tremendously. Uh, there's. Nobody hungry anymore. Yeah. Well, it's you know, just the they, first year of the NIL, so that shouldn't – I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, and the point I was trying to make the other day is uh, if out of all those three of the four teams that are in the Final Four, don't you think Alabama would be favored? 
I, I don't. Well, they were favored against LSU in Tennessee. So what does that mean? Well, I'm just saying it's crazy. You know, uh, and that's the point I was trying to make. You know, it's just it's crazy how all this how this unfolded. Yeah. Uh, I'm making, you know, but they would have been favored. Well, what's the line on the Houston and Alabama game? I don't know yet if it's the if they put it out that early yet. The game's not till Saturday. Thank you, Bryce. But, All right, back up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Jim, get... be proud of me, huh? Jim, yeah, be proud yeah. of me. Well, and Tom's on, but you know he's talking about fundamentals, but then. Well, you but but then uh, Stetson Bennett's probably the most fundamental quarterback out there, and he was criticizing him yesterday. So I don't know. Well, when you wrap up people, there are times that you wrap up people in, a, in the heat of the game. Now they had too many of them, but there are times that you wrap up people, and you grab and you have you, your face, your hand gets on that nose guard. It, it, that's the way you play. Sometimes you don't want to do that. Maybe you need to tackle them lower. But they just the times that that happens. I mean you. You know, it's a lot different than calling a radio show and getting out there and playing defense against people that can play. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I didn't see them at the fundamentals. I just didn't think the talent level was quite as good. All right, uh, good morning, Tom. How you doing? Hey, Tom. I'm good, Terry. Good morning, Coach. How y'all? Good. Okay. You know, uh, Coach Bobby Bowser said one time, uh, you know, uh, a lot of calls that come in on, on the shows on, on the radio station about uh, – Alabama and playing undisciplined. You know, that's been a word that's been associated with this team a good bit, you know? Sure. And, uh, and, and, uh, coach, uh, Bobby Bowden, uh, I was reading this thing one time and he said, well, and, and they were saying, you know, his team, uh, 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 the defense and everything, they, they, they were kind of reckless playing, you know, they played loose and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, coach, uh, what's his name? Uh, that defense coordinator. Y'all have him on the show from time to time. Mickey. Uh, Mickey Andrews. Yeah, Coach Andrews. You know, and he 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 kept his guys playing on the edge, and and a lot of times people would say, well, they're undisciplined, and and uh, Coach Bowden gets criticism about it, and he said, well, let me tell you something about discipline. He said, if discipline won ball games, he said their service academies would never lose. <laughs> True, and uh, but anyway, uh, good point. Uh, the uh, the the fact of the matter uh, I wanted to talk about this morning is basketball and and the and the broadcast people. You know, the, the during the course of the game, I like to know how many points somebody is making and uh, and how many fouls they have. They never tell you enough anything. They talk about everything. Except the blind game. Uh, you know they put a lot of time the graphics down on how many the guys scored. So you, the well, co- they don't put the files up. Yeah, um, I don't know, Dad. You've done color. It, 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 it's a little bit harder than it seems, isn't it? To do the well, I, I tried. I tried to make it as, as simple as I could for those people that didn't quite understand about a pick and roll. Or, me. I, I tried to pick it. Make it as simple as I could. So maybe I made it too simple because they've got a guy doing it now. But uh, I, I, I think I think you can overdo it to the fact that let me show you how much I know. Uh, to the fact that you know, if you want, as Thomas said, the score or the foul, you, you certainly 
somewhere down the line, either you or the announcer needs to give that. Uh, now, I'll but, tell you somebody that does, I think, a good job, and when somebody commits a foul on a game he's doing, he always says that's his third or that's his second. Uh, and, and you know, I guess uh, the, the TV people, not, not Tom Hart, Tom always lets you know what's going on. And uh, I agree with y'all, he's one of the best it is. But, uh, but you know, uh, most every coach now, if you get two fouls in the first half, you, you, that's an automatic, you're out. And, uh, and you're going to the bench. And I, I guess they assume you're, everybody's supposed to know that. But to me, they just don't give you enough information about the game rather than some kind of, well, you know, he went from here and he went around. Uh, the country on a skateboard this past. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stuff that don't mean a heck of a thing. <laughs> so you don't like Bill Walton? Well, yeah, I, I do like him, but uh, there's a place for it. But, you know, still, if you're watching uh, the game, don't you want to get a little feedback on, on the intricate information files and all this kind of stuff? Don't you want to hear that? Well, I think I think the, the thing is you, it's a little bit like people – people deciding whether your team is good or bad there's some people that like some things as you as you do it you're really good at announcer because i i have that feeling in football i don't probably don't agree with you in football but uh i i just i think that different people like different things and it's hard to please everybody um the foul should be given and uh you know why the foul occurred might might uh, be given if it was a big foul that people understood so well, I, I'll tell you what, one of the last games that you did, I think, was with Eli. Yeah. And uh, y'all were talking, and, and, uh, and you know, I have heard you say uh, the statement I'm fixing to make on the radio before, and, and it gives you something. That, if you don't know anything and somebody throws something out there and gives you something to think about, you know, you've always said this, if a foul is a, is a mistake. Yeah, a defensive you know mistake. I mean? Yeah, a defensive mistake. Well, you know what? When I watch a game, I'm thinking about that uh, now that I've been taught that. Sure. And, uh, and But that's information that is pertinent to what you're watching. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, it, most people would feel, feel, so, feel like well, that's the reason I would say that because most people wouldn't think about it. They would just think foul is foul. watching it, you, you look at somebody and go, he wouldn't have fouled if he had been in the proper position. So, therefore, he made a mistake. All right, let me ask you this, Tom. Do you like Gary Danielson and Tony Romo? And Tony Romo. I love Romo. Uh, I've made myself uh, appreciate Gary. I don't don't like everything he says, but uh, I will give him credit for being knowledgeable. Yeah, because he is – Giving you everything that you're asking the basketball guy to do. You're right. Yeah. About the game. Yeah. About the game. Now, Alabama fans don't like him because they think he pulls against them, but I don't, I don't think so. Well, he, he gives, he gives you something that you don't know what, you don't really know what happened, but he tells you what happened. And he's also going to tell you, he's also going to tell you that somebody's off sides when they snap the ball. There's something fixing yep. to happen right now that this play is not going to be any good, and to me, I, I, to me, I like that. Yeah, like Romo can tell you they line up, and he tell you exactly where you're going to throw the ball before it even happens. Uh, it's amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, so. All right, see you. Thank, Thank you, Tom. appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, a little bit aside from what Tom has talked about, you name, you name the number of fans, the number of people that are satisfied with their team out of the 14 that, that, uh, that are in the SEC that are happy with what they, what their team has done. And, uh, if I had to do that, I would write down, I would write down four. Um, maybe I've missed one. I would write down Georgia. Yes. I'd write down LSU. Yes. I'd write down South Carolina. Yes. And to some degree, I'd write down Tennessee. Agreed. So, uh, those four teams, and they're 14, there are 10 teams in the league. Uh, Arkansas people are disappointed. Alabama people are disappointed. Auburn had nothing. Think about it. There are 10 groups of fans in the SEC who don't like their coach. Uh, they are disgusted with their coach, or they have a reason that the coach might be going to leave or going to leave, those kind of things. 10 out of 14. Uh, the rest of them, and until LSU overcame the one-point loss at Florida State, they were having a hissy fit to why the world they hired this guy. Uh, he's, you know, he's kind of low-key and and gets those guys to play play pretty good. So I'd say I'd say Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, and LSU the four best. I may have missed one, but that, that's about it. Yeah, that's why I'm asking if because uh, Alabama has been so solid in so many areas uh, year after year after year. There's a little bit of crazy. Is this the first time that you can see that maybe they're a little bit vulnerable? Them and maybe Clemson as well. We've kind of dominated uh, college football. Both of them are out of the playoffs. Uh, Dabo doesn't seem to really like the portal. He doesn't seem to really be crazy about the NIL. I'm not sure what Coach Saban's take on all that is. I think he would rather the players come in and if they play really, really well and their name is worth the money that, to get it but not give it to them on the front end, I think Tennessee and some of those people just want to give it to them on the front end. Is, yeah. this, is this the first time that you can see maybe these people could really make some ground on Alabama and Clemson, to be quite Yeah, honest. you know, you're going to, Barry, you're going to slide some. You just are. You're going to slide down a little bit because the guys that you leave are really better than the guys that you got. The other factor is that the guys that you leave have played a long time for you and are very good. The guys that you have now are brand new, and they don't they don't know the fund. They don't do as good a job of playing the game. I think I think uh, I think Clemson's got you know the the, the the word for Clemson is they're not as good as. And so they, they, there's a comparison test there. They're not as good as they were. They're not as good as this. They got, you know, they got this and they got that. But they, you know, they're in a bowl against Tennessee, and Tennessee will be hard, darn hard to play. So you know, I, that, that's what you got on on. Uh, uh, if you want my opinion on who the the job at Alabama is going to be offered to uh when coach leaves it's going to be Dabo. I'm not saying that's right, wrong, or none of the above. That's what I think. Yeah. So somebody may come in ahead of that and I may be dead wrong and and people may be going, oh, you know, anybody you please, anybody you hire is not going to be happy. They're not going to be happy with it. And the one little the one little mistake he makes will be a comparison deal. It is a and I don't really like to go back to the past, but it was amazing what went on when Coach Bryant, because I was there the whole cotton-picking time. Uh, the talk and the yak and the stuff, it, it, was, it, it was ridiculous. And uh, you know, when it happened, it happened. Yeah, uh, Nick Saban 
has always been able to adjust. He's always adjusted to the rules, the style of play. He he's played faster. Uh, he's always been able to do it. He's going to have to readjust something here with the portal so so many guys don't leave. I don't know about the NIL. Maybe those guys are getting more money. Is, is he going to have to have one more reset and figure out how this is a new this is a new college football like it or not? I've got to either adjust or go to Lake Burton. Uh, I think he's going. I think he's going to stay and adjust. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any doubt. He's got to. He's not going to go out. Uh, you're always going to go out. And the disappointment factor, if your if your expectations that you're number one, if the expectations you are number one and you don't reach that goal, you're going out going out with disappointment. But if your expectations are like Tennessee or, or like uh, uh, South Carolina, wow, can South Carolina go in there and beat Tennessee at home? What the way they did at, at, at uh, South Carolina, that the expectation factor just went. You know, it was not there at all. How much they're going to get beat? The scores, if you said the score was going to be 48 to nothing or 48 to six, whatever it was, and you hadn't seen the game, you'd say, boy, Tennessee really cracked them, didn't they? And so it, it I, I think Alabama's expectation level will be second. I think in the West, I think, I think LSU will move ahead of Alabama. Really? I do that. I, and I think as far as, and I think that's great as far as people saying what they, what they're saying. Uh, Burton is coming back as a wideout. The wideouts were not very good. The wideouts ne- never did improve, and the wideouts can't catch it. And uh, whether whether the quarterback was hurt or not that long, I have no idea. Uh, the running game was not, you know, they didn't establish a second runner besides Gibbs. And so, you know, those kinds of things defensively, they were, they were pretty darn good. Um, the Tennessee game was hard, you know, was, was difficult, but also the the, the defense, the, the Alabama's offense was difficult for Tennessee to defend. But folks, they didn't do a real good job of defending. You know, it it just just the way just the way it is. And why I don't, I don't think I don't think the expectations are ever going to be accepted. At Alabama to be eight and four like South Carolina. Well, I'm not. I, I didn't give a, I didn't give a number, Barry. Well, I just said to you that I felt like the expectations. Uh, if they, the the media when the media gets through right and they, the media doesn't know jack crap from apple butter, but it, but uh, I think Alabama will be picked number two in the West next year and LSU number one. Yeah, they definitely won't be picked uh, preseason number one. I'm not sure Alabama. I guess they'll probably be top ten just because of Nick Saban. Of course, but top five, I don't know uh, because. Well, look, you have you have a situation there which is great. I think unknown. At the skill position, you have unknowns. You know what he can do. Great. He runs the football well. You do not know what the other quarterbacks can do, but you know they're there. And so they're unknowns, and so you're anxious to find out. I went to spring training. I saw this. I went to watch them practice. This guy can do this. The unknowns are not there, and I think that's great. Uh, It it gets people excited to find out, and especially if you play somebody and and you play well at the quarterback position or your wideouts are better. so now you know I'm going to fire this assistant, and I'm going to fire that assistant because they, I doubt that he may have an assistant that he wants to fire. The things at this point, I don't. They, they want to write or, or talk about all the time about all assistants he's firing. I don't know if that's going to happen. So you think Bill O'Brien might be back? I, I would thought that Bill O'Brien would get another job because that's what he promised Coach. 
that he so would stay th- there. You don't think he's going to be back? Uh, I I don't have any idea whether he's going to be back or not. I, I thought that he was not. Uh, now, what has come open, uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, they they were smart enough to keep Key at Georgia Tech, who's who's a good who's a good keep for them. Um, I won't go into that one, but uh, that was that was a good keep for them. I, I don't know what's coming open in the pro. I think he'll probably go back to the pros, um, and I don't know what's come going to come open. I had said on this show that I thought that I thought he would be gone, so I better stick with that. But I don't <laughs> know what's coming open. Yeah. All right. Yes, Aiden. You got uh, Carolina and Indianapolis right off the top of my head. Uh, and honestly, Bill O'Brien not having that GM tag in the pros could go really well. I don't think Bill O'Brien's going to get a head job in the NFL, but it could beat me. I had First in Maine condos. Go to firstinmaincondos.com. Three-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath, washer, dryer included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all electric energy efficient Internet and direct TV are provided. So that right there's a couple hundred dollar savings a month. Ten foot seedlings, large patios with upper level river views. Right there in the historic district of Northport. Easy access, gated property with security cameras. You're located right across the bridge. You're in downtown Tuscaloosa. There's all the great restaurants. There's another minute or two. You're down at Brian's Indy Stadium and on campus. The location is absolutely great. Tell them you heard it on Inside the locker room, you get your first month, you get one month of free rent there. Go to firstdomaincondos.com to check them out and give them a call. 205-657-7465. This is Tide 100.9. This is the home of Alabama sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama staffer Charles Kelly is headed to Colorado to become their next defensive coordinator. Former Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts won NFC Offensive Player of the Week for his performance in the Eagles' win against the Titans. Alabama wide receiver Jermaine Burton is planning on returning for his senior season. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 15th Street southbound at McFarland. You can expect some delays. Everything else appears to be moving well. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 come grab a deal and go. Get your brand new Nissan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire station. 79. Tonight, fair with the low at 64. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers possible, the high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. It's time. It's that time of year again. 
Guys, the honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. It's time to build that new fence deck of pergola you've been dreaming about. And there's only one product you should use, Yellowwood from Pressure Treated Pine. Yellowwood offers proven protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So you know your project will last for years. Head on down to your local dealer and get you some Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Uh, Dad, I got a dilemma. Okay. A bad dilemma. Uh, okay. Aiden, Aiden, um, I'm coaching two basketball teams. I've got my high school team. We got a really tough game tonight. We're playing Bibb County. Uh, really good. Really where, athletic. Where are you playing them? Uh, at home. Uh, Russ Wallace. You probably know Russ. Excellent. What time's coach. the game? 7-ish, 7-15. I don't know. We got three, two games before it. So they're really big, athletic. Be the best team by far. We've played all year. We've done well, but the competition really steps up tonight, Aiden. But also, my five and six year old team, Max team, has a game at five thirty. And Ooh. yeah, I'm the head coach, and my assistant, really, is my head coach. He is coaching, helping me, but his son. Older son has a game as well, and he's the head coach, so he can't be there. So I had to put out some feelers. No, he make, can be there. He doesn't need to see his son play, and he's the coach of the team. Should I make Jenny coach the team? Yeah. Uh, that's not even an option. Um, no. The other day, guys, we had a game at uh, West Blockton, and we won by like 30-something points. I was really – and I came home, and I had practice with this five- and six-year-old team, and we tried to scrimmage. I was so stressed out after that practice. That six to seven, I was ready to yank my hair out. And I thought, wait a minute. If I try to coach this team and then go to my high school game that I really, this is my paying job, uh, I'll be so stressed out. I won't be able to coach over there. I'll be worn to a front. These little five and six year olds, they don't listen. What do I do? Uh, I find somebody else to coach a five and six year old team tonight, <laughs> or I, I cancel the game because of rain. <laughs> Can't get for rain. Yeah, and they got this new deal. They want to have all the kids at the same schools be on these same teams, and so they got all these kids that signed up that in the Northridge area. So then, why don't you have the principal coach them? There is no principal. It's not a school team. So, so the K through one, they got like seven teams from Northridge over seven. It's so watered down. We ain't got the seven kids. Uh, we're playing Hillcrest tonight, uh, Aiden, and I think it's probably the, so we may get smacked. So I go over there and get smacked. Then I'm be mad that my five and six year old, I don't even know. Do I even need, do I even need to go to the game? No. Well, no, Jenny, you don't need the five and six year old game. No, yeah. you don't need to go. Don't go. No. Don't go. No. Jenny, are you no. listening? He's don't go. Aiden, do I need to go? I I don't think so. I think Mac will understand. I don't know. But Mac's my manager, so he's going to have to get out of the game and get over there. Mac's going to coach. Well, Mac, Mac, can't, Mac can't do everything. He ain't be no manager tonight. Tell him go no, home. Oh, manager. Jenny, bring him. I mean, the game will end before our game oh, okay. starts. Don't so make go home. Captain, that can handle it. Huh? I have a floor captain that can handle it. <laughs> so, 
I got one of my dads that he could help me out. I said, now if you do real good, you're going to get, you're going titles going to change from dad to head coach. Well, uh, maybe I, well, I'd get one. That, you got, don't you have some dads? Or yeah, those guys? Yeah, well, get, well uh, that's a, that's the best deal right there. Get them to coach them. It's okay. So let them coach them. Yeah. All right. That way he gets to play his son the whole time. Now, if, if they win, do I get the win on my record or does it go on his record? If yeah, it goes, <laughs> you forget that you don't worry about no records. Huh? You don't need no record. If we lose, I'm going to play like Mike Krzyzewski. I'm not well, going to take yeah, the loss. I wouldn't count it if I lost. If they won, I'd take credit. That's yeah. what Mike did. Yeah, I'll say, hey, I practiced them all these times. I had them ready. Uh, the rules, I don't know what the rules are in this league. It's They want you, to, really. play, they want you to play. They won't say the word man-to-man. They say person-to-person. Yeah. I'm sorry. Look, these just put them in a little zone. They, they keep – you think by the time they run down, they run back to the other end, they're going to remember. Well, why, did you, why did you get yourself caught in this? Call I the don't man. know. Just Jenny. They, they, they put out a thing and said they well, – Tell, tell the, Jenny to, to start coaching them and not, and not go to the hospital. They put out a deal that said they needed more coaches in the league. They had to, and so then they put it again. She kept looking at me with those eyes like, I'm like, Jenny, come on. And so I finally said, all right, if you handle all the administration, all the paperwork, all the group meetings, you handle all that, I'll do it. And so I agreed to do it, and she hadn't done anything. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So I guess I don't know what I'll do tonight. i got to figure it out. So anyway, um, there is some good high school basketball uh, tonight. Uh, we did play – and then tomorrow I know Hillcrest will travel over to Northridge. That's a big – uh, big game there as well. So get out and support these local high schools and these kids. Uh, it, uh, is a good thing. So Brittany Brett Griner is coming home. They okay. Just, the president okay. just had a. <laughs> We've already had the announcement. All right. So you're not happy that Brittany was. Well, I'm fine. Fine. If she wants to come home, she can come home. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. You know, she hadn't been carrying that dope. She wouldn't. Well, it was a. What was it? She had a vape. Yeah, she had, like, the leftovers of an old used, like, THC vape cartridge. Well, that wasn't fair. She should have gotten out. She stayed over a long time for that. Yeah? Nine years? Like, I get it. You should check your luggage a little more thoroughly when going over there. But still, come on, people. All right. uh, That's Jalen Hurts flipping subjects. He'd be the MVP of the NFL. Not now. Is he right there to win it? No. Because all these people around here said Jalen Hurts couldn't play. No, I never said that. He's not there to win it yet. He, you know, you can, in the NFL crap, you can get one little leg, or one, get your leg injured and can't play as efficient as you've been playing. You get beat. No, I, I think he's, I think he's the prospect to have a great year in Philadelphia ought to have a great year. And now the expectations are for Philadelphia to win the Super Bowl. Um, that's the expectation. So, now that you've done what you've done, uh, it goes from uh, expectations great to disappointment if you don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break here. We got a little, we a little long on that second segment, but let's talk about we got we got. Yeah. Where Go you ahead. taking your new doll? We also well, have- I, I tell you what, uh, if you if you need somebody to check your animal, your dog or your cat or your parrot or whatever you you need, you need to go over and see uh, Scott Foster at, on Highway 280 and tell them that you heard it on Barry and my show, and they will give you a 50% off on your first visit, and they'll do a good job with your animal. So the number is 205. This ain't just a commercial, just to be a commercial. I'm, I'm taking Sam over there all the time. Not all the time, but when he's, he's shot to do 635-0313. 
6350313 Is Sam a boy or a girl? Sam is a girl but her name is Samantha but if you get if you meet her Saturday if you meet her Saturday you can call her Sam But Sam could her. go either way if it's a girl or a boy well, well Sam. Sam don't go either way Sam's a girl so she's <laughs> him as crap He's a very smart oh, well, I, yeah, I did the last segment in the front yard with her. Oh, nice. Alabama One, www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. I was wondering why you were on top of your game. Uh, if you're looking for a mortgage, you're looking for a car loan, cars are great to give during the Christmas time. you got to get it paid for. Or you're looking for that great credit card because you got to go shop at Alabama One. Has the best for you. Go to the website or stop by any one of the local branches and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 15th Street southbound at McFarland. You can expect some delays. Everything else appears to be moving well. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 come grab a deal and go. Get your brand new Nissan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. Nine app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, uh, Aiden. This is what kind of money Dad must have. Yesterday, he said that Aaron Judge, who signed for forty million a year, three hundred sixty million, he said it didn't seem like enough. Well, that is that. That is the all-time MLB free agent signing value. So it's the largest kind. Well, now you, what you're what you're saying is all-time value free agent. It's not the all-time value of money compared to pay to somebody. Uh, yeah, it is. Well, the way you're way you're stating it, you're trying to make me wrong. They're paying him three hundred and sixty million. Uh, the next guy, Bryce Harper's getting three hundred and thirty million, but his contract was thirteen years, so his average was twenty five million a year. Well, I really what I really meant, what I really wanted to say, and I didn't get it over was comparable to basketball players in the NFL. Um, it's not that kind of money, I don't think. Um, and to um, some football players, I don't. I don't think it's that kind of money. Is there any football player making forty million a year? I'm sure there is. Really, I don't know who that would be. But I don't know who it is either. And you can, you know, he called in. He callers called in and correct me. I just, I think, I think, I think the word three sixty, you, you, you fall out of your chair. But I, I flunked math in three states, and when you divide nine into it, it's 40. Yeah, that's, 41. A, that's the largest contract in baseball history. It is? Yeah. In baseball history? In the history of baseball? Yeah. Oh, man, I apologize to all the listeners about saying what I said. So, But he turned down last <laughs> – they offered him seven years. Was it seven years? It was like $310 million and he held out and – and bet on himself. Went on last year's contract, and he raised his deal nine million a year from what they were offering him. Well, let me let me say this to you, son. He had a bunch of telephone contacts with his contact man, with his with his agent. 
they talked back and forth. They talked back and forth until they decide what they were going to do. He 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 ain't decide jack crap. He he's that agent is wanting that four percent. And I don't know what four percent is. You all know because your money, your money conscious. Four percent of three hundred sixty million is what? I don't know. Aiden, do that. You got a calculator? What's four percent of three hundred sixty million? <laughs> and he's getting it regardless, or regardless. Because he got the contract. I got that thing from. I got that thing from three ten to three sixty for you. Yeah. What is it? $14.4 million. $14.4 million. The guy is, is cut the deal for the guy. Not yeah. ca- got cut, not counting the income taxes that will have to pay. He, he, he better could, go buy he, something. He couldn't buy North River landscaping they, with that. They're going to pave a few roads with that money. My guy up at North 14 River. Mi- now you, the fans, see it, the fans, the, 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 I'm a little bit smarter than these fans think I am. $14 million goes to that goober that's a. That's, uh, that's the reason that Jimmy Sexton has a phone in each hand. You know, Rex, Rex Jones, who played for me at Alabama, lives next door to him in Memphis. He's got a phone in each hand and one on each foot. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to talk a little Brookwood when I get back from break, and I'm going to talk to Jared Hughes. He's the baseball coach, new baseball coach. I'm going to ask him if $40 million is a lot. You listen we want to thank Yellowwood, Pressure Treated Pine from Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Get by your local dealer today. Build the beautiful five-star backyard. Tell them you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Listen, Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 15th Street southbound at McFarland. You can expect some delays. Everything else appears to be moving well. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 come grab a deal and go. Get your brand new Nissan at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Girl Scouts do more than sell cookies. They're exposed to so many opportunities in science or outdoors, animal medicine, robotics. Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Savings, discounts, low rates, more for your trade. Great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs with super friendly service. You are at Townsend Nissan where you will check all the Tide 100.9 app. A Townsend Media Station. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room to the 8 o'clock hour. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer. He is my agent. I made a change well over a year ago. Been extremely happy with Andrew. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give him a call today. Tell him you heard it on Inside the Locker Room and you felt sorry for me because I get beat up on here 
every day. But tell him you need home, life, auto. He'll email you the quote. Take great care. You're 205 722 9201. This next uh, guest we have will tell it pretty much like it is. All right. So uh, we have every Thursday around 8 o'clock, 8 ish, Joe Barger, the mayor, the oh, mayor. Uh, at uh, at Brooklyn made this possible for us. So we get to highlight the players, the coaches, the administrators, the teachers in the Brookwood area. Brookwood's beautiful. I was drove through there the other night. And they got a new baseball coach, Jared Hughes, who just had his tryout. Uh, so we'll get to the Alabama, I mean the All-State Andrew Kniffer hotline and get Coach Hughes in. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are y'all doing this morning? Good. This will tell you how uh, much money Dad's got, Jared. He says that uh, Aaron Judge's contract was not that big. He's getting three hundred sixty million. I didn't say. I didn't say it wasn't that big. I just said I thought there were other contracts bigger. That's uh, all I said. Is that a good contract, Jared? You're a baseball guy. I, I say it's a pretty good contract. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind having that contract. Maybe we need to. Hopefully, we can get a get a guy come out of Brooklyn and make that kind of money and give a little donation back to the. To the community and uh, program, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, Joe Barger, <laughs> those guys out there in Brookwood, they don't, they don't know what the going rate for baseball guys are now. I don't know if they gave you that much. But uh, talk about your time there. We we were talking earlier about when Nick Saban leaves, about Dabo coming back. And I know you played Brook, baseball at Brookwood and are coming back now. Uh, there you guys just uh, had trials. Tell us a little bit about what's going on with Brookwood baseball. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, just uh, first of all, just really excited and uh, really humbled to be the head baseball coach at my alma mater. Uh, uh, like I said, I played back here in the early 90s, uh, played for Coach Darrell Evans, a great coach, and uh, just played with some great teams and uh, had the opportunity to be an assistant coach here uh, in the past, and, but um, was able to have the opportunity to come back home uh, this summer. Uh, uh, been away from the community, been down south, been uh, assistant down at Foley High School for the last five years, and uh, so excited to be able to come back home and uh, you know it'd be a, over a program that's very special to me and community is very special to me. Um, but it's been exciting and uh, been a been busy, been a whirlwind. Uh, but we've uh, we just uh, completed our our tryouts um, uh, the week the week before last and. Uh, really excited about the group we got. Got a great group of young men uh, that I think are going to not only do great things on the field, but most importantly, do great things off the field. Uh, uh, and that's uh, one of our biggest things we we preach all the time is, you know, we want to be have quality young men that make good decisions off the field, and guys that we can trust that do the right things in the classroom, in the community, and, and represent us the right way. And uh, I think we've got a group that's going to do that. And uh, really excited to see you. Their development, what they're gonna they're gonna become, what they're gonna accomplish uh, this year on and, and off the field. Talk about a little bit about what you know. There's rules about what you can and can't do. I know you can have tryouts and do those things. You but you know having these guys on throwing programs are is important. You can't just show up, and start playing baseball. Just talk about what you guys are doing this this time of year. Yes, sir. That's correct. Uh, what the state gives you uh, five evaluation days in the fall, and we kind of use that as our. Uh, quote tryout evaluation days where we can kind of go, uh, you know, pretty full bone as far as baseball stuff. Um, then after that, it's kind of a kind of a mini dead period. You're allowed uh, about two hours a week uh, these last uh, three weeks before uh, Christmas break.
break that you can actually do on the field stuff with them. So uh, right now we're going uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, we have an hour of, of on the field stuff and then an hour of conditioning and, and weight training uh, that we do. Um, and then uh, give them a little break at Christmas. Kind of, kind of have to, you know, uh, with with arm care and those things. You have to be really careful. You know, you've got some kids that have played some fall ball. Uh, with travel teams, you got some that played other sports, so you got to be, you know, kind of careful and cautious how how much you push them with uh, with their arms and stuff this time of year, uh, and uh, and also staying within the rules. Uh, but then we'll uh, come back after Christmas. We uh, we had the a three week throwing and conditioning period that starts uh, the uh, week of uh, January, I think it's ninth, and uh, it's three weeks where basically this is a lot of you know throwing bullpens and conditioning and throwing just getting the arm care ready um and then january 31st is when you can start official practice with using the bats and actually go a full ball with baseball and and it's uh it gets there quick because our first game is february the uh 16th so it uh it comes in a hurry so you're looking at by the time you actually start uh real practice uh it's about two and a half weeks before you play Yep. Uh, I know everybody's glad to have you back. Glad to have you back, and you sound like you you're so well organized. Uh, Foley Foley situation was was pretty good weather wise, wasn't it for you? Because the weather was, yes, the weather it was. different. <laughs> it's you know it's amazing uh, being down there. It was you didn't realize the the difference between South Alabama and yeah. Central Alabama. That, I, I don't, we about. don't need to talk about Foley, but I thought that was kind of interesting to. You know what the weather was like down there compared to what it is here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's it, it's usually on about a you know I say an average ten degree difference average probably in the winter time. So you get uh you get some cold weather, but not maybe uh, as bad. But uh we're we're excited. We're going to be going back down there playing in the uh, uh, Gulf Coast Classic the uh, good over spring break. So uh, actually get to get to play a few games there and some other locations, so we're excited about that. Yeah, you need to be ready. When you start baseball, you know, when you start baseball up here, you got to have your heaters uh, out, especially as a parent. My son's a baseball player as well. Uh, it's so cold when it starts. But weather's probably a little bit better in Foley uh, this time, when well, in February when it starts. Uh, well, Coach, I know you guys are just getting started. We look forward to – uh, having you on throughout the year and following the progress of uh, Brookwood baseball. I know Joe Barger speaks very highly of you. He's happy to have you back in the Brookwood community and always good to go back home, isn't it, uh, isn't it coach? Yes, sir. It is. It's, uh, it's definitely an honor to be back home. Uh, just, uh, you know, just coming back and, and, you know, get the opportunity to coach where you played at and uh, just, uh, you know, just seeing so many former players and friends that have, uh, reached out and offered their support. You know, it's exciting uh, to exciting time, and it's uh, you know, baseball has always been a been very important to the Brookwood community. Uh, we've had a lot of success over the years, and uh, some good teams and good players just came through here, and and um, you know, just to have the opportunity to be here is really a, really an honor for me and my family, and uh, we're excited to be here. And uh, so, wanted to kind of plug too, if anybody uh, wants to come out, we're having a. Uh, the uh, breakfast was Santa Saturday morning at the GG nice. Harden Center. Yeah, uh, from eight to eleven. So we will take walk-ups too. You five dollars, you get a um, pancake breakfast, um, sausage or bacon, and orange juice and coffee. So it's a good little time. If you got small kids, bring them get their picture with Santa. And so that's one of our fundraisers. We got a lot of different little fundraisers going on, and uh, we got a. 
Boston Butt Sale coming up in January. So we're just trying to, you know, do all those little things just to reach out to the community and, and uh, raise some funds and uh, and hopefully, you know, put a good product on the field for everybody to come see. Well, I know you got great parents that help you out there at uh, Brookwood. Just stay away from Todd Donaldson. Uh, he, he, you don't want to be getting near him. When he comes to your near your office run, Jared, you know that, right? Yeah, that, that- yeah. yeah, that guy, you know, you know, you know, right now, you know, he works for BSA. We just, we just tell him just get our spirit back order stuff. Yeah, right, you, know, well, you, you want it, you won't get it on time. So go ahead and get ready for that. So, <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, so, thank you, yeah, coach. I actually play, I actually play for Todd. And, and oh, did, with him. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I know his son will play where he works. Thank you, coach. There's coach. Appreciate uh, it. Thank, thank you. you. There's coach, Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate what y'all do for our community. There's Coach uh, Jared Hughes. We appreciate uh, all the Joe Barger making this possible, and uh, the Brooklyn community is a. Is a neat place, and uh, so we enjoy talking to those people uh, there. All right, uh, Mike Griffith is next. We'll go ahead and take the break. We'll reel him in, and I'll ask him my question about the luster at Alabama. Yeah, I got, I got a good one for him too, because uh, nobody wanted to call in. Chima Aiden didn't even chime in on. It. I thought Tom would come in and get on me for talking about that, but he didn't. Royal Cleaners making life easy for you. They'll come right to you, pick up all the laundry, get it cleaned up, and deliver it right back. If you look at the drop-off, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, Northport, or Rice Mine Road, give them a call today for all your cleaning needs, 205-391-0034. Mike Griffith with Dog Nation. When we get back, you listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. Recruitment and retention of firefighters and police officers in Tuscaloosa is being made more difficult by a private pension plan that does not reward years of service. The city is discussing a switch to the retirement system of Alabama that does. TPD Chief Brent Blankley pressed the City Council Finance Committee to make some progress on the issue. The 4th District's Lee Busby introduced a resolution supporting action at next week's council meeting. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. I'm Don Hurt. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on a gorgeous Thursday morning. Everything appears to be moving well. We do see some congestion on McFarland over the construction zone. But if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Now's the time to say ho, ho, ho and go grab a deal at Townsend Nissan. They're in the Christmas spirit and they're giving you great deals. I'm Captain Ray. The JCPenney Mystery Sale is back for the holidays through Thursday, ushering huge holiday savings with our in-store coupon giveaway. Feel and reveal your deal to save. We got your holiday. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues across West Alabama today. Partially sunny with only a small chance of a shower. The high 79. Tonight fair with the low at 64. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers possible. The high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9.
You see that mountain over there? Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna climb that mountain. mountain, mountain, mountain. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. We get right up to the Alabama One Hotline, Dad. He's with uh, Dog Nations, always on the SEC Network. This guy's got some nice suits, too, uh, Dad, whenever he's on TV looking sharp. Mike Griffith. Mike Griffith. Good morning, Mike. You're a sharp dresser, my man. I, I see you on TV there at SEC Nation. You're always looking sharp. Yeah, I enjoy it, guys. I enjoy talking about college football. appreciate the SEC Network. Uh, appreciate your show as well. Uh, appreciate uh, being on the air in Tuscaloosa. Yep. Go ahead, Let me ask you this. Uh, Georgia lost a lot of people, yet they've turned around and been awfully, awfully good. We'll see how good, but they've really been good after losing a lot of people. Really, the coach of the year ought to be Kirby. But uh, tell me, tell me, based on what I have said, why uh, Stetson Bennett won't be the won't get the Heisman Trophy? Won't or will? Won't. Willie? Oh, Willie? I guess maybe. I hope. We're, we're for Stetson. We're for him. We think he should get it. Yeah, we're we're for him. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, you know, he, he's not he's not the best player in the country. He's not the best player on his own team. I mean, that's why he won't get it. Okay. Yeah. I, I think. I mean, I think. You know, I think that in, in, in the race of quarter, he's not the best quarterback in the country. I mean, the best quarterback in the country is probably sitting a few miles from your studio. I mean, the best guy, the best player in the country is, is Bryce Young. It, it's, I mean, he is. It, I don't know. I, I don't even know how anybody can refute that. If you if you've watched all the games. And if you appreciate how much a player means to their team, and if you ask, you put true sermon defensive coordinators and ask who the last guy is they want to see on the other side of the ball, it's Bryce Young. Yeah, he's he's a playmaker. I mean, he's um he's amazing. He can transform. He could win on any team. Well, I said so, that to you because I just felt like Stetson Bennett wasn't getting the credit that he deserved to get. They, 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 well, that's why he got all the votes. Everybody, everybody's voting what they think, and you know who they, what they think people deserve. You know, I. Gosh darn, I mean, I, you know, I, I listen, and everybody, I, I want to be clear on something. There's no wrong answers here. This is an opinion. The, the Heisman Trophy is about opinions. It's not about metrics. It's not about absolutes. Um, but my observation, somebody that's covered college football for 30 years now, and, and someone that kind of keeps an eye on our society a little bit, we've become, you know, the, the participation trophy generation has all grown up. You guys have gotten soft. We're talking about who deserves. Oh, he deserves. How about who the hell's best? How about who's just best? How about we just rank, like, who is the best? Like, when Nick Saban didn't win SEC Coach of the Year in 20, I think it was 2018. I think I'm right. They had the most dominant regular season in college football history at Alabama in 2018. I believe they beat everybody by 22 points or more with Tua. I think I'm talking right. Is that the right? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. yeah. I think it hadn't been done since Yale in the 1800s. And and the Kentucky coach, because he deserved it. He deserved <laughs> We're all going to get a medal here, kids. <laughs> oh, Nick, you don't need it. You're the best coach. You know that. You go over there. Let's give it to let's give it to little Mark Stoops over here because he finally did something worth the damn. Well, isn't, that about, a, isn't that about isn't that about society. isn't that about expectation though, Mike? Yeah, is it? I don't know. It is. Is it, did it I is. miss? Did we go into a hand? Is he, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. It, it, I must have missed Greg Sink. Is this, is this going to be like a handicap bowling league? Are we going to start giving <laughs> Vanderbilt thirty points out of the gate? 
So, what do you mean expectations? Well, I'm Who saying it, it, it's at the beginning of the year, if everybody votes you number one and you go number one, then you did what you were supposed to do. But if somebody like Tennessee this year jumps up and is a lot better than they think, then they say this guy did a better coaching job because he took them higher than they were expected to be. That's what it's all based on, right, Mike? No? Well, I mean, to me, if the coach is number one and he recruited his team like Kirby Smart did, then I think he should get credit for that. I Last agree. time I checked, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Last time I, I agree. checked, uh, Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt and 17 other starters were left on that roster by Jeremy Pruitt. They, they, you know, Heupel did a good job coming in. And, and listen, I covered Terry Bowden, and I still think he's the best game day coach I've ever seen. And I watched Terry go in there and go 11-0 and with some Auburn players that were 5-5-1 five, five and one and 5-6. and six. And I thought it was brilliant. But uh, I'm going to give credit to the coaches that recruited, that maintained. I mean, I, there's only been three coaches in SEC history that have had back-to-back undefeated uh, SEC 8-0 seasons. Steve Spurrier, Nick Saban, and Kirby Smart. And the fact that, that Kirby was in third place in the media voting, I, I, it brings up this handicap bowling concept y'all want to pitch to. Well, who's in New York? Well, who deserved to be there? Don't you think we should have the best players win the awards, or is, or is it a participate? It kind of reminds me of you know maybe a you know You're the homecoming right. dance. You know maybe you know some some outcast kid wins the election or so. Oh well, they you know let's just make them feel good, put a crown on them for a night. It's kind of sad. It's it's not what I thought we'd see. I'll be honest. I just, and you have, you have a guy like me who I'd vote for the, uh, the quarterback at Tennessee at TCU because the way he he played hard. And I don't even know. Who to I'm not going to be able to vote, but I thought he was great that time. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and, and that's the other thing is is you know, it's it's kind of become a snapshot of the last weekend, right? Yeah. I mean, again, Bryce, this this is the most glaring example of recency bias I've ever seen in my life. The fact that Bryce Young isn't even in isn't even in New York. It's, it's just floor, it just floors me. I mean, okay, so maybe people don't agree with me that he's the best team, best quarterback or the best player in the country. That's fine. But you're telling me he's not one of the four best? Are you kidding me? So he, But he didn't play. So everybody's sitting around Saturday. Oh, gosh, look at that. Stetson had a good game. Oh, there you go. Oh, look, the TCU co- quarterback. Oh, he did well this day. So, you know, how much other – well, I saw some ESPN highlights. But did you watch the Kentucky-Georgia game where Kirby – didn't want him throwing the ball. Did you watch the Georgia Tech game when they're running the football? You know, I mean, are you, you know, you're not. You're watching snapshots and highlights and you're listening to commentators. And what's amusing to me is that some of the commentators that are complaining about the finalists are the same ones that were drinking the Kool Aid. And when the coaches at the start of the year tell you, you need to give this guy more respect. You don't give this guy enough. Oh, okay, coach. Well, we're all going to start saying nice things about him. And now he's in, and everybody, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Well, you're the one that, you know, every Saturday crowed over how good someone was. And now you, you, you convinced enough of your Congratulations. You convinced enough people. And they don't think for themselves. It's like this whole Twitter scandal, right? You get loaded information. You get biased in it. We find out, well, actually, they were pulling tweets. They were pulling. So perception, the perception was not matching the reality. And that's where we're at. Is It's so dangerous, guys. Look at all these people that bid on this crypto crap. Okay, I'd get way off rails here. But my point is, perception now overtakes production. Yeah. All right, Mike. Uh, I told Dad. 
I said, if TCU loses, uh, Nick Saban's going to go on the speaking tour. He said, oh, he won't do that. Well, he did. And he, quite honestly, Coach Usley uh, has great points. Uh, I thought it was silly what he did to come out and talk about, well, we won our last three games. You beat Ole Miss, Austin P at Auburn. Uh, the point spread. Well, you're a favorite against LSU in Tennessee. I thought it was a bad look for Coach. There really was no argument there for Alabama to be in the top four. Your thoughts on what Coach did? Well, a couple things. Number one, I, I looked at it differently. Okay. I, I appreciated Coach going to bat for his team. You know, and you're right. Nick Saban realizes that that didn't enhance his legend or his image, and he opened himself up for criticism. But he did that on behalf of his football team. Yeah. He fought the fight. I, you know, I remember, and I'm probably I'm not real proud of this, but I mean, I, I coached some travel ball for ten years, and my team lost a game in the championship round that it just killed me, and and so I appealed another player on the other team, and which I what was I, I I did every ounce of what I could, every possible nth degree I could do because my kids and 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 I, and I and I still don't feel good about it, but I know how I felt that night, and I wanted to do everything I could. You know, and so Nick Saban did everything he could for his team, and I was, and honestly, I thought I liked his argument. I, really, it, it makes sense to me. Wow. I say, well, you know what? He's right. We do think they're better than TCU. If we're being honest about it, who do we think would win between now? I think if we, if we're being, I think you could ask a hundred people of of college football intelligence, and ninety out of a hundred would pick Alabama to beat TCU. But once again, guys. We're back to this whole deserved concept, right? We are doing mathematics here, pretending that A equals B equals C equals D equals E. We're pretending that all five of these Power Five conferences are even. And so when we look at their statistical metrics, we go, this guy did. Well, they're not playing the same schedule. They're not playing the same teams. But at the end of the day, when we're evaluating them, we're pretending that they're equals, when in fact – the SEC is a much higher multiplier, and it's really not that complicated. But we're in a world now where it's all about deserved and, and perception of fairness. And, and, and listen, I'm all about fairness, but when it well, comes that's, to football, that's happened to Ohio State. That's happened to Ohio State. They, they get beat 22 points at home uh, by, by a team that they've never, that's never beaten them in, uh, at Ohio State in years. If, if TCU had gotten beat 22 points at home, that wouldn't be considered. Well, maybe if they played a team worth a damn, they would have. Well, big rest. Uh, 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 yeah, but there's nobody else to put in. Ohio State backed their way in. If if, if South sure Carolina, if Clemson beats South Carolina, if Tennessee beats South South Carolina, if USC wins, so they're just standing there, right, Mike? And they're the only team left to take because everybody yeah, well, else didn't I mean, do their did, job. Did, did Alabama back in in 2017? Yes. Were they one of the four best, though? Yes. Okay. Well, we. But here's what we've done: we've changed the game. But okay? I don't it's think this. Four I, best but I don't think this Alabama team is one of the four best. You had a week off to go beat LSU and couldn't do it. A pretty average LSU team. If this, you kick the extra point against know, LSU, you, you go to Atlanta. It didn't, didn't look too. It didn't look too average putting thirty on Georgia to me and I'll gain them 158, 98 in the first quarter. If not for a. Luke Bach field goal returned 96 yards. The Tigers did their job on the opening drive. I don't know what happens. I, I saw with the backup quarterback throw for over 200 yards in one half against number one defense in the SEC. 
That didn't look too average to me, guys. I think. What are you, what are you going? What are you going to write if Georgia wins at all? I think it's been an amazing coaching job to replace 15 players and 13 transfers, and 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 not beat yourself. I mean, quite frankly, I don't see any great teams like we've seen in you know 2020 Bama or 2019 uh, LSU or 2018 Clemson and Bama. I, I don't see teams that are just because of the portal. I think there's more parity. So, I mean, that, that's what I'd write. But I think Ohio State is a dangerous opponent for Georgia. I'm not assuming Georgia's going to win this game. I, a lot of games, I just walk out, I just laugh about, say, they're going to win the ball. This, I, guys, I'm telling you, I, this game, this is, I don't know who's going to win this game. Really? Hey, Mike, uh, I asked Dad this at the beginning of the show. Does it feel like for the first time that Alabama football has lost uh, some of its luster? Maybe it's due to the rules with the portal and the NIL. Uh, with two losses this year, uh, pretty undisciplined team. Uh, they got players jumping into the portal. Uh, now you got fans complaining about the coordinators there. You don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year. Your two best players are probably going pro. Uh, does it? Because usually there's this plug and play, and you're ready to roll the next year. Does it feel like a little bit of the luster of Alabama football has fallen? Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, I've felt that a couple other times too, and opened my mouth, and and Nick Saban's just gone back and wanted to. I, I, I'm not ready to. I'm not ready for to, to retire Nick Saban now. I do think he's lost something, and I do think that we'll see if Nick can can dig deep and 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 recycle yet another champion. You know, another championship drive. You know, he's he's an amazing motivator. He's an amazing leader. Um, but clearly, this new system with transfers. And and the way you've got to recruit now and NIL, I mean, this is something for Nick Saban to solve. And but listen, guys, you know this kind of reminds me. This kind of reminds me of a of a, a crew chief in NASCAR and, and a guy that's been ahead of the game for twenty years. Yeah. And sooner or later, one of them young engineers on another team, like Kirby Smart, that came out of his garage, you know, was able to do it better. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that. Kind of. Remi- I don't know how much NASCAR your your, your folks listen. To. I used to cover NASCAR. And, uh, you know, for a while, you know, it seemed like, uh, the Morgan McClure number four car had, had the, the, that yellow car that Sterling Marlin drove and Ernie Irvin. They had Talladega down. They had the restrictor plates down, man. They found something. Morgan McClure found something. And that yellow Kodak number four car, that damn thing be at the front of the pack every week at the restrictor plates. You couldn't figure it out. But sooner or later, sooner or later, other people come out of that same garage and they take your technology other places and they're able to do it better than you. And that's the question we're asking about Nick Saban right now. Yep. Yep, that's fair. Uh, JT Daniels. Is that what's wrong with college? The guy can transfer three times and play for four schools uh, now. How's that even possible, Mike? Well, I mean, it's possible because, uh, you know, every, you know, the the guy, uh, it hurts his knee. uh, You know, and only plays the first half of a game in one season. 2019, he didn't even finish the first half. So that, that qualifies you for a medical red shirt, um, you know, and, and he didn't play. So he's immediate eligible at Georgia. And then COVID happens. So we don't count that year of eligibility. Uh, and then he graduates from college in three and a half years. So now he's a graduate transfer and he's eligible right away after he graduates last spring. So now he can play right away at West Virginia. And then West Virginia, uh, you know, gives him the what they call the runoff letter. That they give him a release, right? So they've released him from his scholarship. If, if West Virginia wanted to, they could have said, no, we're not going to release you. He had to sit out of here. But West Virginia said, you know what? You came here. 
You led our team in the offseason. You were a good soldier. We changed our offense in the middle of the year. We went with a running quarterback um, because we didn't have receivers that could catch passes because they kept dropping the ball. We didn't have a line that could protect you. We weren't able to make this offense work because we didn't have the personnel, so we're going to give you a release because it ain't your fault, JT. So now he's got an opportunity to go somewhere else and help somebody win a championship. This guy's good. This guy's legit good. Mm, yeah. Uh, circumstance. Will, circumstance. Will Georgia will Georgia be able to keep this going? Have they recruited to the point that that because uh, I know they work awfully hard at it, and if there's anybody that's as good as Nick Saban was and is, uh, it would be Kirby. Uh, uh, they, are they keeping it going? I think so. Uh, I think so. Look, I mean, they were able to win this year with what they had, and you know they'll have a better quarterback next year. I, I don't know if he's coming. I don't know if they're going to the portal. Or if Carson Beck's going to be the guy, uh, I, I know this Kirby. Kirby's looking for the best everywhere. You know, I mean, it's it's what have you done for me lately, and what are you going to do for me next? I mean, it's this is what it takes. It takes what it takes. I remember people used to be mad about Coach Saban and guys getting out of there with medical red shirts and whatnot. It takes what it takes. You got to do what you got to do to maintain a strong roster, and Georgia's going to do that. They're they're going to go out and they're going to they listen. They tried to. Guys, I don't, I don't think people understand this. Georgia tried to get Caleb Williams out of the portal last year. Stetson Bennett was on the way out. He wasn't their first choice. That's why he said after the national championship game, he didn't know if he'd be at Georgia. Georgia was trying to get Caleb. Can you imagine Georgia <laughs> with Caleb Williams this year? Holy, you know what? Right? But but Caleb went to USC. And then Kirby said, all right, well, is there anybody else we would? Really, nah, that's the one. Okay, well, we'll go with that. So, you know, this is what it is. You know, George is going for the best, guys. The fact they didn't take anybody out of the portal, they tried for some. They didn't try for a lot. They, they tried for a handful of guys. They just didn't get them. And they'll go for more this year. Don't kid yourselves. I, I'd, I'd be I, – I, if I had – if I was a betting man, I, I would probably say it's more likely they'll get a quarterback transfer than not. I mean, if you look at it, what, three out of the last four years, they've even take, they've either taken a quarterback transfer or tried to get one. Yeah. Uh, I know you get close to got to get out, but uh, Hugh Freeze, uh, talk about that hire. Is it a good hire? I was hoping they would hire Dion. I would thought Dion could have rocked it at Auburn. We'll see if Dion can rock it at uh, Colorado. Maybe we'll have you talk about that hire as well. Is Hugh Freeze, look in your crystal ball, how successful will he be at Auburn? Uh, you know what? I, uh, that was kind of the conventional hire for me, like early on, but the way that thing came off, I think it's a circus. I'm not sure he's going to be able to overcome um, this this start that he's gotten off to. I, I didn't see it coming, honestly. I don't think he handled it well. Um, he wasn't nearly as smooth and effective in front of the media as I thought he would be. Um, Auburn didn't make it look like he was their first choice. They let Lane Kiffin string him on, or they were too quiet or whatever. It made it look like he was kind of a consolation, and then he lost his last three games. So, you know, that was a higher – and, and honestly, when it comes right down to it, what he did in 2016 and 17, was he really that much better than everybody else, or was he just able to cheat more? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much of it was coaching genius versus this is a guy that – was willing to, to take more. So I, I really got, I've got questions. I really do. And, and I didn't. He beat Arkansas. I said, oh, well, gosh, they must be good. Then they lost their last three games. I'm thinking, 
what in the world is going on? Then I saw him at the press conference and, and the, him playing the victim card, and I said, Dad, no, no, that wasn't good. This isn't coming off right. This is not. So, I, I you know, maybe I'll be proved wrong. Uh, maybe he is the smartest guy in the block. But I'm going to tell you what, pretty stiff competition for Hugh Freeze. If, and, again, if you're asking me uh, being a betting guy, I don't think he'll ever win an SEC championship. If I had to bet Willie or Woney, I'd say no. How about Dion? Your thoughts on him? Another Hail Mary. Um, it's Colorado. What do you got to lose? It's brought a lot of attention. It's brought a lot of sales. Mel Tucker was able to go there and win. Carl Durrell had some success his first year. Tough places to stay in. Don't know if they've got the uh, resources to compete. Seems like uh, Dion uh, is, you know, I've got questions. You know, is, is he going to be there more than two years, four years? Um, I, I don't, I don't really know how that's going to work out. Um, kind of a, kind of a boomer bust hire, I'd say. Yeah. What do you know about Charles Kelly, uh, going there with him as a defensive yeah, coordinator? He's, 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 well, he's kind of known as a really good person. Well, he yeah, takes some guy. of these Alabama guys with him. Some of these guys in the portal with him. He should know them inside and out. <laughs> these Alabama guys want to go to Colorado. They shouldn't have been in Alabama in the first place. I'm going to tell you that. Because you ain't winning no championships out there, man. And if next recruiting guys that don't want to win championships, then that's been part of his problem. Okay? So I, I wouldn't worry about that. But but Charles Kelly's got a great reputation. Jeremy hired him at Tennessee. He, he's known as a great relations guy, a great defensive. That's a great – it's a smart hire for Dion. But, you know, Nick Nick needs uh, Nick needs some, some hungry young lions. Is what Nick needs. He, you know, he, it's time to move on from Golding. I think everybody knows that. You know, nobody should be coaching for Nick more than five or six years these days. You, if you're good enough, somebody else is going to hire you to be a head coach. You're going to move on. And uh, you know, I, I keep an eye. I don't know. Is Glenn Schumann at Georgia safe? I mean, that might be a guy Nick might bring back to Tuscaloosa that's ready to be a D coordinator and and really be the D because you know Kirby and and you know Will Muschamp. I don't know. I, I just I don't. I'm not ready to give up faith in Nick Saban. I still think he's a brilliant mind. He's a legend. Um, he's been the greatest head coach of, of my co- coaching of my uh, uh, media career, and uh, there, w- there will be an end. And Kirby's passed him by right now. There's no doubt about it. But kind of like Dale Earnhardt, you know, Gordon got ahead of him for a while, and you know, the number three had a couple off years and changed crew chiefs a couple times. And, and I kind of feel like Nick Saban's got another run left in him. Yep. Mike, great stuff. Mike, uh, appreciate it so much. Dad never gave out participation trophies either, Mike. So y'all think I like in that. Well, I don't know. You guys, I don't know. There might be somebody else. Is the Vanderbilt quarterback available? You guys want to give him some award or something? I don't. I don't. I don't even think you give Stetson Bennett enough credit. Uh, I mean, the guy just does what it takes to win. He takes care of the football, and the and even you're not giving him any credit. Uh, I didn't, well, no, wait a minute. I I didn't say he didn't deserve to be there. I just said I didn't think he was one of the four best. That's all I said. Is Hendon Hooker? Why is he not there? Probably because he didn't beat South Carolina, and he didn't play on the last Saturday of uh, the football season. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. Listen, there's a lot of good players. But if, if again, if we're asking, is it is it about who's best? Because Jalen Carter is the best player on the Georgia football team, and Christopher Smith is probably the second is probably the most important player on their team. So, I mean, I'm just asking, you know, what makes somebody worth it? And the answer is because they play the position. And you know they're on the number one team, and and he hasn't lost games. Yeah. But you know, was Jim McMahon the best quarterback in the NFL when the '85 Bears won it all? I don't know. Probably I guess not. some people make that case. It's it's opinion. It's a matter of opinion, guys. Nobody's wrong here. 
perspective and opinion. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Have a great Thanks, week. Mike. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there's Mike Griffith, uh, often wrong but never in doubt, but he was good today. Uh, yeah, he was. He was good. He he yeah. didn't. He wasn't feeling the Stetson Bennett thing. No, my street's not kind of. Well, why? I don't understand why. I don't either. But I, I knew that he wasn't. Uh, he would like to criticize Georgia as much as he could for some, whatever reason. He's more of an Alabama fan. Sounds like it. He loves Nick yeah. Saban. Yeah, yeah. he more of a, he he just he would like to criticize Georgia. He can't find anything to criticize him. Let's say, you know, coach of the year is Kirby Smart doing that again with with, with many people as he lost. Did you um, know that Bryce didn't even make second team in the SEC? Really? Yeah. Hendon Hooker and Stetson Bennett, first team, second team. There you go. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys and attorneys that can help you through problems that you have with family, on the highways, kin folks, whatever it might be, they can do it. Three four five one two three four. We talk about them every every week. They're in Tuscaloosa, but they've been all over the southeast. They're down-to-earth people who can answer all the questions that need to be answered, and I think that you'll uh, enjoy visiting with them, and they'll be very successful. Along with that, I want to mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital at uh, 150 The Narrows. Drive on 280, 635-0313. Uh, Dr. Foster is really good. I take Sam over all the time. If you need somebody to take a look at it, they'll give you 50% off on the first visit because they've got a brand-new place there and they're anxious to get your get your business 50 percent uh off 6350313 princelaw.net is the website always remember if they don't win you don't pay you listen to tie 100.9 is the home of alabama sports no representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers this is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama staffer Charles Kelly is headed to Colorado to become their next defensive coordinator. Former Alabama quarterback Jalen Hurts won NFC Offensive Player of the Week for his performance in the Eagles' win against the Titans. Alabama wide receiver Jermaine Burton is planning on returning for his senior season. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks on a gorgeous Thursday morning. Everything appears to be moving well. We do see some congestion on McFarland over the construction zone. But if you see conditions, of course, give me a call. Now's the time to say ho, ho, ho and go grab a deal at Towns and Nissan. They're in the Christmas spirit and they're giving you great deals. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9 presents a night with award-winning Elvis tribute artist Jerome Jackson. Friday, December 9th at 7.30. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Warm December weather continues across West Alabama today. Partially sunny with only a small chance of a shower. The high 79. Tonight fair with the low at 64. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds with scattered showers possible. The high 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. First and main condos. The three bedroom, three and a half baths right there in the historic district of Northport. Uh, these condos include stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all energy electric uh, efficiency there. will help you with your bills there. Internet and direct TV are provided, so that's a big savings. Ten-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the river wall, gated community, so you're very safe with the security cameras there. Get by. And visit right down from uh, City Cafe and Billy's right there in Northport, 205-657-7465. Give them a call today. Tell them you heard on the inside the locker room and get one month's rent free. Firstandmaincondos.com. All right, to the First and Main Condo Highline, we'll bring Mike in from Trussell. Good morning, Mike. Well, hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing this morning? Good. How are you, buddy? I uh, doing fantastic. Doing great. You know, uh, I enjoyed that interview. Y'all have uh, great guys, uh, guests on your show. Thank and he you. is right. You know, you walk well by Bryce. Uh, should he deserve to win it? No, he shouldn't. Probably not. But he does at least deserve a few votes when you look at his, his, his performance. And a lot of people say, well, Alabama wouldn't have been where they're at without Bryce Young. Uh, but it compares to the other quarterbacks. It's, it's up there, you know, comparable to them. But nowadays, guys, the, the, it's, a lot of it's based on what your, how your team's wins or losses are. You know, back in the 80s, Bo Jackson won, won the trophy, and Auburn went 8-4 and four that year. But now if you lose more than one game, you're almost out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? All right, well, here's I, I want to ask you guys. I'm going to switch gears a minute. You know, when I think of Alabama basketball, to me, Coach Wimp Sanderson, uh, he is the Barry Bryant and the Nick Saban of Alabama basketball. He's the best that ever was and ever will be. So, Barry, if he ever gives you, if he ever gives you any advice on, on how to coach basketball, you need to pay close attention to to that man, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I, uh, yeah, he knew. I don't, uh, give, I don't give any advice. I'll keep my mouth shut. He, uh, <laughs> he could get great players to play hard, and that's not always easy to do, Mike. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I want to ask you guys. I want y'all's opinion, uh, and, and yours, Barry, especially Coach Wilson Sanderson. All right, I want your opinion of this year's edition of the Alabama basketball team. What do you like that you've seen so far? What are some things they still need to work on? And what do you think? Where do you think they'll wind up finishing at the end of the year when it's all said and done? Where will they finish in the SEC? And give me a player or two you think that might have a chance to make the All Southeastern Conference team. And will they make the NCAA? Do they have a chance? Right. I want to hear y'all thoughts on it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, they'll, 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 they'll make the NCAA team just on the schedule alone. I think you've got a very good athletic team. Uh, they're very, very good athletes, and they've got a lot of depth. Very difficult to keep their whole team happy when you get into the league because you, you cut down some time on players to playing time, and that's not you know that's hard hard on you to keep everybody happy. But I think they I think uh, they need to to work you know get better on their half court turnovers. They turn the basketball over on the half court basis a great deal, not so much on the running game, but on that. Um, 
they've been up and down shooting, but that doesn't affect Alabama because that, that's the way they play. That's yeah. the way they want to play. They're going to shoot 40. They're going to shoot 43s. Uh, their opponents, so most of their opponents is going to shoot ever will be 30. So they're going to make a lot of threes, shoot a lot of threes. They're going to finish very, very high in the SEC. I don't know who's going to win it. My only statement, I'll let Barry have it, is that uh, of the five teams I've selected, Alabama and Tennessee are the best two of those five. Uh, they don't have their schedule is not that difficult. They open up state and Ole Miss. They don't have to go to Kentucky. They got Vanderbilt as one of the things that they play twice, along with uh, LSU and Mississippi State, who have new coaches, and Auburn, who is so-so. So I think Alabama is going to finish way, way towards the top. Will they finish at the top? I have no idea. Well, I think they learned about their team in the non-conference because they challenged themselves. Oh, I look at their schedule. Wow, they played. I know North Carolina's not a great team, but Michigan State, North Carolina, you're going to play Gonzaga, you're going to play Houston, you're going to play Memphis. Wow, I don't think I've ever heard of a schedule like that. So credit to Nate Oates for stepping up and playing a tough schedule. All right, back to the uh, Alabama One Highline, get Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Morning. Enjoyed your interview with Griffin. I like Griffin a lot more. You know, he's doing a podcast every week with Jeremy Pruitt. Did y'all know that? I did not. Yes. What's it he's called? It, but... Do you know? Oh, gosh, don't ask me. I'll figure it uh, out. I've, I've got to uh, disappointed in you, Barry. He took you down the soft road with Jay. I called Aiden and told him to ask you the question, how disappointed it was he with JT Daniels because he, he likes him. On him. The mountain. He, he blamed yeah, West he Virginia. Him. He blamed he, West Virginia. Yeah, he, he blamed the receivers and the linemen. That's what he blamed. <laughs> and he didn't even get them into a bowl game. But this, you know, when he went down that road, you said, well, Barry, you're starting to sound soft there, you know, because talking about soft and participation trophies. But anyway, it is what it well, is. Well, he wasn't going to blame JT, though. I could, I could already tell that. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Just like you, you know, I didn't think. I don't think you give Stetson Bennett enough credit. To be honest with you, he wanted Daniels to be the quarterback both years. That's yeah. it. Yeah. He wanted it. Of course, yeah. Daniels had his chance. He did. Y'all see the pod, uh, the deal yesterday, where Daniels' father, before he came to Georgia, he went to Oregon, and he asked for a four bedroom apartment, his own chef, and three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Who who asked for that? Daniels' father for him to go to Oregon. Yeah. That was on ESPN National Sports yesterday. That's uh, what he asked for. For next year? No, when he before he came to Georgia. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he asked for. Now that's where where he thinks that boy's at, you know, and I don't know what he's doing now. He's he's far he's uh, jobbing him out anywhere he can find him a place. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, uh he said uh, West Virginia said, let him go. Yeah, they were ready for him to get out in the middle of the season. That's when. Did you watch any of his games this year? I didn't watch West Virginia uh, much, but I'm not a big JT Daniels fan. Yeah. Uh, like you I are. watched two of the Thursday night games, partials of both of them, and he was awful. Um, he was awful. I want to ask you all this. Uh, Jermaine Burton, uh, I don't think Georgia cared that he left. Uh why is he announcing that he's coming back? Like who who would have thought he would even go? But why do you announce you're coming back? Just come back. You don't have to announce it. Why? why? So does every player at Alabama go announce that they're coming back? Who thought he would even go pro? Uh, he has nowhere to go, but right where he's at. <laughs> yeah. 
That's just the truth. But I'm just saying, like that. Did, but he, but he. I know. I, it. I the know the it. mentality of that is he, he wants people to think, well, I, I'm turning down the NFL to come back or whatever. Like, just go back to work. You didn't have a very good season. And get back to work. And when you catch a ball, act like you've caught one before. He's trying to showboat and all these things. It's just not, I don't know, something about it I don't like. All right. So, Enjoy I know you can call about that. Thank you, Joe. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, Aiden, we're back backed up on these breaks. So we're going to double at the end. All right. Uh, so we're pretty much uh, done for the day. Uh, Dad, uh, Mike Griffith was good today, right? Uh, he, he did a good job. Yeah, I like Mike Griffith. He, he's, he's, he's the kind of guest that the, the, the listeners like. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, I'll ask you real quick. Is Alabama, the luster of Alabama football dying a little bit right now? Is it? Now, I ain't saying Nick Saban can't bring it back, but is it dying a little bit? Right now. Uh, the glitter's falling off more than it was in 2010, but you can slap some more on there. There you go. Uh, but you're going to have to adjust to the new way of college football. I don't know that Coach likes the new way. He likes the development, the process, all that. He likes for a guy to come in and earn it. And now it's like, give it to me, and uh, I'll come. And he wants you to come and earn it. And that's not the way college football is right now. Alabama won. They'll... Have you come and earn it as well. They also take great care of you. Go to www.alabama1.org. Looking for the great mortgage, looking for the car loan, looking for the credit cards. The shopping season is here. They'll help put a little money in your pocket to get out and uh, get get all the presents, get it all taken care of. So go sit down with your uh, Alabama One people. They'll find the best solution for you. Go to www.alabama1.org. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. Appreciate you, Aiden. List of Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama Sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Gymnastics head coach Ashley Johnston joined us on Monday's Hey Coach presented by Alpha Insurance, giving her thoughts on her Crimson Tide team. You know, it's really just been a whirlwind from coming here, moving in May, June timeframe to getting to know the team, being in the midst of a really busy recruiting season, and I also had a baby on top of it. So, Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. It's really been a, a blast. It's been a whirlwind, um, and I'm just really excited to have this team in a really great place and feel prepared, ready, and confident for a great season. I'll have more in a moment. CBNS Bank has a long history of stability and a legacy of serving our community's needs for generations. You could say we know a thing or two about tradition. We've been family, community, and financially strong since we began in 1906. Being a team player is part of our culture. That's why at CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Here's more from Coach Johnston. 
It's been amazing. This team really has a heart of gold. And right from the moment I stepped on campus, I've just really made an intentional effort to get to know them beyond the gymnast and tried to sit down with every one of them and get to know their story, get to know their perspective, understand their why, um, what's driving them to be great in this sport. And I feel like that really laid the groundwork for building strong connections and um, helping support them in their journey. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind the fire. Tide 100.9.